Hello, and welcome to Fairfax 50 Plus, a series featuring discussions on issues of interest to residents 50 and over. I'm your host, Jim Person. As some of you may know, the county recently launched the Silver Shield anti-scam campaign to take on scammers who have all kinds of ways to wheedle their way into our wallets. Fairfax 50 Plus podcast will support this campaign with programs that report on current scams and provide advice on how to prevent from becoming a scam victim. And on today's podcast, we have Henry Stein McCartney, who will kick off our anti-scam series, if you will, by telling us what we need to do to protect ourselves from scammers who knock on our door. Now, Henry is the chief of the regulation and licensing branch in the Department of Cable and Consumer Services. That branch offers advice to county residents, community associations, and county agencies on a number of regulated business areas, including door-to-door solicitation. So, Henry, thanks for being with us today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. And i gotta got to start with the obvious question. People say, well, Henry is on the podcast. Henry sure has a high voice. Henry's not a guy. Interesting name. It tell, is, tell us about that. Uh, I was named after the family dog. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say the granddad or something like nope. that. Nope, family oh. dog. Okay. But it was a really good dog, so that's okay. Dog. Okay, yeah. all right. Makes you unique and, and, and interesting. It does. People definitely remember me. Right, right. Yeah. And we met, gosh, 10, 10, 11, 12 years ago. And as soon as I saw you were going to be on the podcast, it's like, I remember Henry. Exactly. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes that's a good thing. Some, sometimes, sometimes it's a bad I thing. I understand. I have that same effect on people. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about Silver Shield uh, campaign, which recently started in the county, but specifically how it relates to you and the Department of Cable and Consumer Services and the regulation and licensing branch within Fairfax County, because the Silver Shield is about scams, and especially with, with older folks, Fairfax, 50, the 50-plus population. If you could, kind of give us the overview of the regulation and licensing branch. What, what is it exactly that, that y'all do? Okay. Um, The regulation and licensing branch uh, issues licenses and uh, provides oversight in eight different business areas in Fairfax County. Mm. We regulate taxi cab companies and drivers, door-to-door solicitors, charitable organizations, massage therapists, massage establishments, precious metal and gem dealers, pawnbrokers, going out of business sales, and trespass towing. And we also accept complaints from consumers in all of those business areas. Okay. And so the the one that we're most interested, mm-hmm. obviously, is the door-to-door solicitation. Yes. And, and that relates to the Silver Shield campaign. We're trying to protect residents. And I guess if you have been annoyed or maybe scammed by a door-to-door solicitor, you understand. But maybe folks that haven't had the experience, there there is a, an issue or a problem with the, with the door-to-door solicitation area, if you will? Um, absolutely. Uh, in Fairfax County, we've seen an increase in the amount of scam activity that is conducted door-to-door, especially in older neighborhoods uh, amongst our older residents. Um, there are hundreds of people who go door-to-door in Fairfax County each day legitimately for legitimate businesses. But there are also a number of individuals who seek to prey hmm. on their uh their, their customers. Right. And and a lot of that is accomplished door to door. And that's one of the activities that's occurring out there that Silver Shield is, is seeking to make individuals mm-hmm. aware of. Folks may be annoyed by a door to door solicitor, but as you said, there are legitimate business reasons 
for folks to do door-to-door solicitations. Um, can you kind of hit on some of the positive, if you will? I mean, I don't want this to all be negative, but <laughs> maybe right. maybe some legitimate reasons or, or what you license people for, or regulate, or get involved with? Uh, in terms of solicitations, we license the individuals who are going door-to-door to sell goods or services in the county. Uh, some solicitors also operate from temporary stands, uh, such as food trucks. Mm-hmm. But the vast majority of solicitors in the county are going door-to-door. Mm-hmm. Um, and is that is that something that folks know that they need to do if they're going to be going door to door? Is it something, I guess, known that, that they need to get a, 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 a solicitor's license, if you will? I, I don't know how widely known that information right. is out there. We do have information available on our website uh, that, that that tells sure. individuals that they do need a solicitor's license. And A lot of the customers that come to our office represent corporate entities that are well aware of our licensing Mm -hmm. uh, process and requirements. So they are very good about sending all of their their marketing team uh, in to get a license. We have um, licensed solicitors that represent um, companies like Verizon and Cox Communications. legitimate home improvement companies true, true. Uh, like yeah, we don't want to name yeah we don't want to yeah. name right. specific, specific businesses but um, do you hear the excuse that well I didn't know I needed to get a solicitor's license oh absolutely and and the courts hear that <laughs> okay. that excuse oh, wow. quite a bit as well so there could be fines or penalties? Or? Yes. For individuals who are soliciting door-to-door without a license, if they are charged by the police department, that is a Class two misdemeanor. Wow. All of the regulations for soliciting are found in, in Fairfax County Code in Chapter 31, and it provides that soliciting without a license is a criminal violation Whoa. in the county. Wow. So we've established solicitors need to get a license. Mm-hmm your branch, Regulation and Licensing Branch and Department of Cable and Consumer Services does that for county businesses that, that need that. H- how do you do that? Is there some some kind of screening process? I mean, what do you look for yes. to approve um, these kind of things? When, when individuals come in and apply for a license, they provide us with uh, personal information. They also give us a consent to perform a criminal background check. Mm. So we're really looking at that criminal background check. We want to make sure that individuals are who are receiving a license are not prone to take advantage of, of individuals mm. uh, out there mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. either financially or personally. Uh, so if, if an applicant comes to us and they have a conviction for any type of uh, theft or financial crime or violent crime or felony, uh, then those individuals are denied. Mm-hmm. So what we're we're really seeking to do is to protect the public right. and to make sure that that those folks that do receive a solicitor's license are good people right. who who don't have a history of 
of criminal activity. Sure, sure. Now, is there a, is there a cost to get a license? There is. It's the permit fee is twenty dollars. We also charge uh-huh. a fifteen dollar Virginia State background check fee. Oh, okay. So the total to obtain a license is thirty five dollars, and the license is good for one year. I was going to ask. So every year they would need to. Yeah. reapply and, and do that. Yes. Really a small cost of doing business, if it, you will. It really is. It's, it's a lot less than the fine <laughs> that, that, that they true. would pay if charged and convicted of soliciting without a license. Okay. Say we've got somebody listening right now. Is there a telephone number they would call or a website they would go to to, to find the application procedure, more information about how to, how to get a solicitor's license? Yes. Um, Information on soliciting and all of the, the licenses that, uh, that our office issues can be found on our website at www.fairfaxcounty.gov consumer. Once at that page, look for the link to regulation and licensing branch, and then that will take you to information in all of our various mm. business areas. Okay. All right. Very good. We're talking with Henry Stein McCartney about... Uh, scams and solicitation and and door-to-door solicitation, if you will, at your home. Uh, A lot of folks find it annoying. Uh, Businesses, you know, it's a part of their uh, normal marketing and, and, you know, trying to drum up business, so trying to find a happy uh, balance. But one thing to remember is that uh, you know that someone comes to your door soliciting, they need to, to have a license. So I'm at home. The doorbell rings. My dogs go ballistic, and I have to put them in the crate so they can go answer the door. What should I do when I open the door and there's a solicitor there? Rules, guidance? The first thing that we would advise you to do and if a solicitor's at your door is the first thing you should do is ask for the license really? before they even Start get their into their sales pitch. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's usually fairly easy to determine that the individual at your door is a solicitor. Um, yeah. Often they might be wearing a badge that has a, a company uh, right, right. name displayed on it, maybe a vest. They might have a clipboard, uh, some type of... Uh, items with them Mm -hmm. that would indicate that they're a solicitor. So once you've made that determination that this person is a solicitor and and they might say, I'm here to talk to you today about your windows or, Mm -hmm. you know, um, to gutters. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it is that that they're offering, uh, the resident should always ask first to see that license. If the solicitor is unable to show a license, if they refuse, if they say, they don't have it, that it's uh, at maybe at their oh, office it, yeah. or in the car. Uh, residents should close and lock their door and give Fairfax County Police a call at their right. non-emergency number, right. 703-691-2131. And why is, why is it important to do that? There is a certain amount of associated crime Uh, with unlicensed solicitors operating in neighborhoods. Hmm. Uh, The police department is very aware of this, and they're more than happy to come out and check the licensing status of a solicitor Mm -hmm. who has failed to produce a license for a prospective customer. The law requires a solicitor who has a license to show the license to any prospective customer or law enforcement officer that asks for it. So... If the, even if the individual does have a solicitor's license, by refusing to show it to the resident, 
They've already violated wow, okay. chapter 31. Wow. There are a number of, of, okay. of requirements. In so they don't chapter. have to have it like prominently displayed when they walk up. I mean, they could. Right. But they they certainly, don't have to. Correct. But they if, certainly okay. could. But, but if they ask, they have to show it if yes. they have it. Yes. They are required to show it if they have it. And I guess a good point is even if you feel unqueasy or unqueasy or queasy, <laughs> uneasy, uneasy. Uh, about calling and calling that number and mm-hmm. reporting, that person is in your neighborhood. So maybe you've closed the door and locked it. But what about your neighbor or someone else a block down the street? Even if you make that call and police come out, 99% chance that solicitor is still in the neighborhood and police could ask them for the license then. That's correct. Door-to-door activity is exactly that. The The solicitor will leave your house and go to your neighbor's house right. and then continue on each street in your community until they've... Um, you know, covered, reached, reached enough yeah. uh, enough residents wow. uh, there for for their shift. So it's very common for officers to find a solicitor still operating in your neighborhood. And it doesn't hurt anything to have the officer come out and check that, sure. that solicitor out, make sure that they are there for a legitimate purpose, and and, and to and, to and make sure that, that they are complying with all of the, the rules of solicitation. Yeah. And if they have the license and maybe for some reason didn't want to show it to you at the door when the officer comes and they show it, really no harm, no foul because, I guess. Absolutely. So, so, Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's a moment of of out of the could, solicitor's yeah, day yeah. to to. Compl- to show the officer that yeah. he has complied and with And it could the be law. a teachable moment for the solicitor, too, to say, hey, you know, for the officer to say, hey, you know, it doesn't matter if, you know, you, you when we ask, yeah, you obviously show it to us, but you have to show it to the resident or anyone else asks. So right. maybe it's just something they forgot or whatever. Right. And, and it's also a teachable moment for those uh, solicitors who don't have a license. Officers will very often, instead of writing them a ticket, they'll advise them to come into our office and get a license, get a license right. with the warning that if they see them <laughs> so again, yeah, right. that they Better they have it. they should have a license yeah. the next time they're encountered well, by you know, the police department. What about the resident says, I, I got no problems. I, I've got a no solicitation sign in my yard or on my front door. Mm-hmm. I'm good to go. They're not going to bother me. By law, <laughs> they're not supposed to bother you. Oh, if okay. you have a, a no soliciting sign posted uh on your property or on your door. However, we know from reports to our office, from residents across the county, that there are a number of solicitors out there that will ignore Mm. the no soliciting sign. And sometimes those are your unscrupulous solicitors who are hoping to get lucky. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. Is that the same with like a a homeowners association or neighborhood that maybe posts those no solicitation signs like neighborhood-wide or community-wide? Is it the same? The solicitation, uh, the no solicitation sign on your door is actually a much better protector Mm, for you, for each individual residence than the community sign. Many, many homeowners associations across the county have passed resolutions saying that they do not want solicitors to operate in their neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. And in the, for those communities that are completely comprised of private roads okay. within the confines of the community, it's 
perfectly fine for them to, to pass that resolution hmm. and post a sign at the entrance to the private property from the state roadway right, right. that says solicitors are not allowed on the private property. They key can make private property. That is the key because for communities that are completely uh, comprised of private property, they have the ability to set the rules for who is allowed mm-hmm. to use right. their sidewalks, their property, right. uh, their roadways. And if they choose not to have solicitors in their community, then solicitors are required to abide by that sign at the entrance to the community, mm-hmm. which says com- soliciting is not allowed. Okay. All right. Very good. Uh, again, remind you, we're uh, talking with Henry Stein McCartney, Fairfax County's uh, regulation licensing branch of the Department of Cable and Consumer Services. Just a couple of minutes left and so many more questions I want to get to. So we'll oh, try- there's we'll- so <laughs> many more things I would love to cover. <laughs> so we'll, we'll try to struggle through a couple of the big highlights that I've, I've got written down here. Um, what about flyering as opposed to solicitation? You know, people come up, you know, maybe it's the, the gutters or the cleaning services or whatever. They're always leaving flyers stuck on your door, the door hangers, those kind of things. Is that the same level as a solicitation? It is not. For folks who are going around and simply placing a flyer on front doors mm-hmm. without trying to make contact with the residents, without knocking on doors, without engaging residents in a sales pitch, they're not required to have a license. Mm-hmm. That is not soliciting. It's advertising. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Door-to-door advertising, right. but but it is but there is no license required for that activity. Okay. As long as they're just simply placing the placing flyer and there. walking along. Yeah. yeah. Maybe annoying to have to take it off your door and throw it away, but again, we we go back to folks are trying to make a living as well, and, and part of their, as you said, business and marketing is flying flyering a neighborhood or your your property. Absolutely. Okay. Any questions? Again, folks can call you, and that number again. Yes. Um, anyone who has questions about solicitors who would like to find out if a solicitor is licensed. Uh, to file a complaint about a solicitor can call our office, the Regulation and Licensing Branch. Our main number is 703-324-5966. Okay. Uh, 324-5966. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I think you'd given out a number, or I've got a number written down, 703-222-8435. That is the main number for our Consumer Affairs Branch. The Consumer Affairs Branch is a sister branch uh, of ours within the Department of Cable and Consumer Services, and they take consumer complaints on all methods, gotcha. uh, all, all, all manner right, of, right. of business problems for financial transactions in the county. So okay. consumers can certainly call that number to uh, get advice mm-hmm. on consumer problems. Okay. Um, one thing I'm, I wanted to make sure we covered, um, the doorbell rings. Again, my dogs go ballistic. I have to put them in the crate and open the door and it's a Girl Scout or it's some other kind of charity, you know, there. Mm-hmm. Air quote soliciting. Right. Are 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 nonprofits or charities different than businesses, and are the licensing requirements the same, et cetera? Is there any distinction? I guess there is a distinction. Uh, charitable organizations are covered in a different section of Fairfax County Code. Mm. Charitable organizations are regulated under Chapter Thirty Four. Organizations that solicit in Virginia must comply with the Virginia Solicitation of Contributions Law 
which requires organizations to register mm-hmm. with the Virginia Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services as a charitable organization. Okay. Once that organization is registered with the state, they are exempt from all licensing requirements in Fairfax County. Oh, so those organizations will, instead of a license, carry a letter issued by our office that mm-hmm. says, hey, we recognized your organization has been registered by the state of Virginia. You're exempt in Fairfax County. Go forth and do good things. So if you say it's not a Girl Scout because, you know, they're in a uniform and you'd kind of know that. But say someone else is there and they say they're representing a a charity Mm -hmm. type of thing. Should you still say, can I see your solicitor's license? Sure. I I think it's important for residents to confirm that the individual at their door uh, is is there for the reason that they are purporting that they're there. Um, It's there's certainly no problem in asking for some documentation for the the reason uh, for their call. Mm -hmm. a legitimate solicitor is not going to be upset by that at all. In right. fact, they have information that they want to share right, with you. Right. So, so they may say, "Well, I, I don't. Ha- we don't have a solicitor's license, but we have this letter from the Virginia whatever." And, and correct. So you should feel comfortable in in that. Yes. For the charity. Yes. Okay. If 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 a charitable solicitor presents a letter saying that they've registered in right. the state of Virginia, uh, then that is the proof that right. the. The organization has complied with the laws right. in terms of licensing. Okay. Uh, last question, and I th- uh, what was the term? Uh, woodchucks, I, or I think is what what they're called, mm-hmm. the, the people with the trees or whatever. So uh, we'll leave with this question. The solicitor knocks on your door and they says, you know, I, I see a dangerous tree, um, anyways, maybe some roof damage up there. It, what should what should a resident do? Okay, um, unscrupulous solicitors often create a sense of urgency and danger. Mm. Uh, they're trying to compel residents to hire them to perform work immediately. Right. Anytime a resident has a solicitor knock on the door and claim to them that they see dangerous conditions existing outside their home that require immediate attention, the residents should close and lock their door. Don't don't even ask for the license. Don't even (laughs) ask for the license because these types of of pitches are a ruse Mm -hmm. and they're prohibited by law in Fairfax County. Mm -hmm. Uh, Any solicitor who knocks on your door and, and purports that they see a danger, an imminent threat outside of your home probably does not have your best interest at heart, even though they, they're trying to represent themselves in that way. Right. Residents should always have a licensed contractor come and check out anything at their home or on their property that may need repairing. It's important to, to hire someone who is licensed, who's bonded, and who who's not there to um, to try to scam you uh, out of your money. Right. Um, many, many uh, very serious uh, scam solicitations in the county of elderly residents have started out in exactly the way you've mm. just described, where an unscrupulous solicitor will report that they see that a tree is about to fall on their uh-huh. house or they can see roof damage or something similar. Wow. So those claims are 
almost always false. And residents should not fall prey to that type of claim. And they should have the the conditions checked out by a contractor of their choice. Right. So close the door, lock it, call the police non-emergency number 703-691-2131. Yes. Then maybe Monday morning call your 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 tree guy that you have or your whoever it is your roof repair company and just say hey you know just come out and check it out absolutely or even call a trusted family member and have your family member come out and take a look around your property and around your home and and see if they see any a dangerous condition that exists because very often the report of a dangerous condition by an unscrupulous solicitor is fallacy mm-hmm. and does and, and there's no problem Nothing that exists there. at no. all. Okay. Unfortunately, Henry, we are out of time. Uh, final 10, 15 seconds. Again, give us how to, any questions, want to file a complaint, want to get more <clears throat> information, give us a website, telephone number, and any final thought that you may have. Absolutely. Um, residents who would like to contact our office to discuss solicitation, any aspect of solicitation, questions about licensing or complaints or or just um, advice, can contact the Regulation and Licensing Branch of the Department of Cable and Consumer Services at 703-324-5966. You may also visit our website at www.fairfaxcounty.gov slash consumer. All right. Henry Stein McCartney, our guest with us on the uh, Fairfax 50 Plus podcast. And while you're on that website, fairfaxcounty.gov slash consumer, don't forget you can sign up for the uh, Consumer Services uh, e-newsletter called The Informed Consumer. So you can get some more valuable information there. Also, while you're online, be sure to go to fairfaxcounty.gov slash older adults. You can uh, get a lot of good information there as well as subscribe for the Golden Gazette newspaper and the 50 plus uh, Fairfax 50 plus e-news and also link from there over to the Fairfax 50 plus Facebook page. And also, if you need more other uh, county older adult services, recreation, community engagement opportunities, you can call 703-324-7948. Again, thanks for joining us on the Fairfax 50 plus podcast, which is produced twice monthly by the Fairfax County Virginia government.